0: thank the worship team this evening uh, for being uh, faithful. Uh, I want to thank Pastor Gregory this evening uh, for allowing me to stand in this secret desk and uh, minister the word of God. I'm so grateful to be here, what God is doing. Before I preach uh, on healing, this is my second uh, week that I'm going to preach on healing. Uh, before I preach uh this service, I'm going to testify what exactly uh, happened uh, two weeks ago. You know, I don't want to go in detail, but I want to highlight what God can do. We serve a mighty God that owns everything. Let me remind that. Everything is belongs to him because He is the maker. You know, we know that we are going through some crisis in this church. I think the echo. We are going through some crisis. You know, when I was standing out of this building, the, the Sunday service, I was standing out on my own there. And I was standing there on my own, and I felt the spirit in me. What we are going through is just a season of life. Season. And I went to the side of this building. I laid my hand and prayed to God, I told God, this house belongs to you. This house of worship is belongs to you. This house of prayers belongs to you. Preserve this place, my Lord. You know, I was in tears. I saw a few people just passing by. they was witnessing, and this mad was standing there and doing some joke. You know, God brought it to pass. I want to bring, I want to say that God is able and is, is able to do what He says. Yeah. That's the God that we serve this morning, this evening church. Now God never back out. Yeah. What He says, He keeps His words. This happens when we are obedient. When we are righteous, when we are obedient. Uh, this evening I'm here to preach. Another second service about healing. Let's look at the scripture, Deuteronomy 32, verse 39. This is the word of God. God, look now, I myself am he. There is no other God but me. I am the one who kills and gives life. I am the one who wounds and heal. No one can be rescued from my powerful hand. This is a very powerful scripture church. This evening, we are going to go to the maker who made the, who made the heaven and earth this evening, church, who breathed his spirit to the, to the, into the ground and create a human on his image. When he created human in his image, he created every part of his body, every organ perfect. Remember that church? Every part of his body was made by God. When he breathed, everything became very perfect, church this evening. And he knows, he knows each and every body's part, of that church. You see what he says here? I am, look now, I am he. He says, "I'm the God that created everything, even the wind, the air that we breathe in into our bodies. It belongs to Him. Remember that. The eyes that we gave to, to us to see it very clearly it belongs to Him. The mouth that we have that we can speak it belongs to Him. He can even make you mute if he wants to. The legs that he given us, perfect for us to walk and enjoy." It belongs to him, church. That's the God that we serve this, this evening, church. And I am the one who kills and gives life. He says, "I when he breathed his spirit into the ground, he formed the dust into an image of God. That's, that's why we are here, church, today. No one can be rescued from his powerful hand. You know, let me tell you this, as I was sitting there, you know, this whole nation, the whole world is in chaos right now. I many know that because of this coronavirus. The person who created this church, God says, What did he say, say? No one can be rescued from my powerful hand church here. One day he has to pay. What he done, what he did. The time will be up for him, whoever has done this church, because he has created so much havoc that the whole world is in, in chaos right now. You know, when the, let's go back to the Old Testament, when the Israelites were suffering there for four hundred years, God rescued them. Church, God is here to rescue each and every one of us from this, from what we are going through now. It unprecedented, unprecedented time, church, right now. god really revealed this to me that is why i'm here to share what god shared uh, what god spoke to me church let's look at a text this evening church acts chapter 3 verse 1 to 9 i rather verse 7 i would say Here is Peter and John. They they were going to a temple. Let's look at chapter 3. Start from uh, verse 1. Peter and John went to the temple one afternoon to take part in the 3 o'clock prayer service. As they approached the temple, a man lame from from birth was being carried in. Each day he was put beside the temple gate. The one called the beautiful gate so he could back from people going into the temple. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for some money. Peter and John looked at him int- intently. That means he stared at him. He was pointing his eyes at him. Peter said, Look at us. The layman looked at eagerly expecting some money. But Peter said I don't have any silver or gold for you. But I give you what I have. In the name of Jesus Christ the Nazarene. Get up and walk. Then Peter took the layman by the right hand and helped him up. And, and as he did the man's feet and ankle were instantly healed and strengthened he jumped up stood his feet and began to walk then he walked walking limping leaping and praising god he went into the temple with him all the people saw him walking heard him praising god when they really realized he was the lame begging they had seen so often at the beautiful gate they were uh, What what do you call that? Absolutely astounded. Here is Peter. This man, this man, lame from his birth, was being carried in. Can you imagine, church, how difficult it is being uh, for this man? He was lame. You know, when you're lame, that means you cannot walk. You are lying on the floor. You can't even go to a washroom. Can you imagine? You can't even do your business. Even he wants to do the business, he, someone has to carry him and go and do it and then bring him back. That's the condition that man is. He must be depend on others carrying him. No, this man, he comes, ev- someone there carries him every day to the temple gate and put him there so that he can beg for some money. Am I right? That's what the scripture says here. he was he has waited for to back there everyday church because he got no other business he cannot work he cannot do anything he has to sit there put up his hands hoping that someone will give him some pocket loose change you know so that he can use the loose change and go and get something to eat you know even then also it's so difficult for me for him if he hit if he happens to eat then he has to run to the toilet who's going to carry him there it's also a problem for him. But what to do? He has to eat. There's no, that's how his life is, Church. You have to eat. You know, I still remember, it's not easy, you know, when you are, you are uh, fractured, you are, no, you are physically uh, disorder. I can remember, I can testify about my wife. My wife said, hey, don't use me as an illustration. But I'm going to use her, because that is true. You know, I remember when she was, yeah, we were leaving for, we, after morning prayer, I think morning prayer, we were leaving, living. we want to go for breakfast. She tripped herself, and then she broke uh, her, she got fractured. You know, three months, who suffer? The husband. <laughs> I have to do everything, church. You know, it is very, you can laugh about it. Let me tell you, you can laugh about it, but it is true. That's the facts. You know, she struggled a lot. She struggled a lot because she will be thinking, I would be better with my legs perfect. You know, when you are fractured, you can't even move your leg. You can't even walk properly. You need to walk with a walking stick. What more with a, with a bandage in your leg, uh, uh, boots. With the boots, it's about four, five kilos. You're carrying that and walking. <laughs> you know, it's not easy i that is why i when i look at the the situation when the layman lying there on the ground waiting to form, for someone to give him the whatever he can get from someone how difficult is that for him church it's not easy it's not easy and what more church he is, he was in the beautiful gate now of the entrance of the Temple, a senegal I would say it's a temple. It's a church, a beautiful church, beautiful gate. You know, if they can mention a beautiful, that means it must be really beautiful. What what gate we have here? This I believe is the gate of heaven. This gate must be beautiful. You know, when someone sitting, a beggar sitting next to the a beautiful gate, can you imagine? Uh, the, the what do you call that? The, the what? How do I say that? The contrast, the contrast, you have a beautiful gait and you have a beggar with shaggy, with all the ugly, you know, not well-dressed, dirty, stinking, you know. The two different contrasts. And beautiful, uh, you know, he's not not a good-looking man. A beggar will never be good-looking. He's shabbily dressed with a beard out not shaved you know never shower for many what more he's a beggar he's a crippled man huh? he doesn't he don't even can't even walk that's what the Bible uh, Bible, uh, describes you see can you imagine church he comes to beg for money everyday so he can buy some food he used to eat, no, everybody got to eat, you see. You and, he, you and me got to eat. So, so, so the beggar is as well. If you go down to our, you know, beggar, you know, 2000 years ago, the scripture, it says the beggar was there. 2000 years later, we still have beggars all over the place in Malaysia, all over the country church. Beggar will never disappear, they are always there. 2,000 years ago, you have a beggar. You still have a beggar right now. All they do is to come and beg for money so that you can buy some food. We do have many beggars in our country church. They are every. They are everywhere. Oh, you know, the good thing about this, the beggar, they knows where to go, where they can go and uh, lie and cheat and get some money. They go to churches, they go to temples, they go to mosques, So that, you know, people who come to, uh, to all these places to worship, when a beggar uh, raises his hands out to beg, you know, people who go there, they are convicted. They want to give. So this, this becomes a habit, this becomes a, a habit for them to come back, you know, for them to beg. You know, we have experience in this church, very church we have people coming to us, asking for money. But not, it's not that they are not doing well. They are physically in disorder. They are well, well built. But the spirit, but this beggar is different because it is crippled. His body is disorder. Jesus says, The poor will always be there. Like pastor preached this morning. The poor will never disappear. The poor will always be there. The beggar is very poor. So that is why he is begging church. In Matthew 26, 11 says that, nothing is wrong if your legs and hands not in order church. If your legs and hands are good, if you can work, and you are not working church, if you are lazy, if you want a shortcut, you know, there are many out there who want easy money. You know, many years ago, I still remember this, uh, someone told me this story. This man, he comes from Samban. He, he dressed very well, he tie. he get into the car, he drive all the way from Sramban. He park the car somewhere, he changes his clothes, he go start begging. This is his profession. He gets up $100, $200 a day, he go back, he change, he go back. See, this is unethical, number one. Number two, <coughs> it's not right. It's against the conscience search. If you, are, if you are physically okay, there's no reason why you should do that. And we have a lot of begging, uh, people are begging in the streets in our country church. Why I say that is, everywhere you go, you can see, you can still see a lot of people doing that. They are physically okay. They just want to beg. The spirit is in, the kind of spirit is in them church. You know, I still remember one day in Klana after our evening service, we went for dinner. This guy is very well-dressed. He is able to work, but he still go around begging some money. For some money. And he happened to come to my table, our table. I told this guy, look here, I won't give you anything. If you want, you can eat. I'll buy, pay for it. Oh my God. He went, he ordered more than what we can eat. So I said, okay, eat. What disappointed me, what made me very upset about after eating, he went out again, he started begging church. That's the spirit. It's a spirit that has caught hold of these people. You know, Peter and John looked at this beggar intently. And Peter said, look at us. Peter and John says, look at us. The layman look at them eagerly expecting some money. You know, beggars are like that. When you bypass them, when they put up their hands, you look at them, oh, in their mind, oh, this guy is going to give me some good sum of money, man. And his mind will be engaged with so many other things. Oh, when I get this money, I can go and do this, go and do that. Before you can get even the money, you already plan your, your expenses. You know, he was expecting some money. But Peter said, I don't have any silver gold for you. But I give you what I have. What does Peter have? He doesn't have silver. You know, Peter and John, I believe they live in faith. They were traveling, they were moving around, preaching the word of God. They didn't have money. They lived by faith. Wherever they go, I believe that God has sent people to supply their needs. That's the God we serve. Like Elijah, when Elijah was in the cave, Raven brought some food for Elijah, and he was fed. That's the God, we, that's the God that we serve. My wife said the room point. <laughs> I'm so used to it. So Elijah got fed by Raven. That's the God that I believe that Peter and John have been given... Uh, that blessing. What did he say to this uh, layman? He was expecting something, but Peter and Peter said, I don't have any silver gold for you, but I will give you what I have. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazarene, get up and walk. But you see, what is happening here is G- Peter and John say to this lab- uh, this uh, crippled man, "You don't need silver and gold, because these are the perishable item that that does not benefit you I- for you. Today you get, you spend it. Tomorrow it's gone. It's gone. But you don't need this. All you need is you need someone." who can save you. Silver and gold for you, but I give you what I have. In the name of Jesus Christ, Jesus of Nazareth, get up and walk. Peter and John took him, took, look at him with compassion, church. You know, I have got a very soft heart. I'm not trying to brag but I've got a very soft heart. Someone calls and tells me, hey, Brother, can you help me with some thing?" When the minute they ask that my heart is, some or other I want to help now, whether he's, he's going to cheat me or he's going to not return what he's taken from me. I never think of all that. I want to try to help. But it happened many times church. I believe Peter and John has a compassion heart because they have met God, Jesus Christ, personally. God has touched them and changed their hearts. To have compassionate heart for people. The man Peter and John would have feel uh, sorry for this man, church. I believe this man with anticipation, hoping that to receive something from Peter and John. You know, everybody, everyone who are out there, especially who are begging church, was seeking for something. For their own they will anticipate they were expecting people or they want to receive something that anybody can give them church peter and john believe that don't have anything to give to the beggar but in peter john don't have anything all they have is their clothing their rugs they are using and going to worship god the bible says they went to the temple at three o'clock to pray as they was going, they saw this beggar sitting there. I believe Peter is a kind-hearted man. And he says, I don't have what you ask. I don't have what you ask. It is true. Can you imagine, if when Peter and John, they happened to have the silver or gold in their pocket. You know, with, with God's anointing in them, with God's uh, 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 compassionate heart that God has put in them, the minute this man asked, when he raised his hand to ask for um, or something, if really Peter and John have, you think he wouldn't have give? Definitely he would have put, put his hands in the pocket. not nah, take and go. I believe he didn't have. I believe that that is why the scripture says I believe that he didn't have what you ask I don't have but what you don't ask I have what you don't ask I give it to you that's I have I have Jesus in me I will give what you did not ask I have Jesus with me you need Jesus more than silver and gold that, that These are perishable items you are asking for. I give Jesus. Jesus is, Jesus will live in you. Every one of us here church, we need Jesus in our life. Jesus is the savior of the world. He came into this world to save the lost. He came into this world that he can, everybody who believe in have everlasting life. Then he says, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene, get up and walk. Then Peter took the lame man by the right hand and helped him up. And he, and he did. The man, feet and ankle, was instantly healed. And strengthened, verse eight says here, he jumped up, stood on his feet, and began to walk. Then, limping and praising God, he went into the temple with them. Peter took the lame man by the right hand, helped him up. You know, that's very interesting. Now, when I was preparing the sermon. You know, there's many out there need help. When we give our helping hand to them, church, when we, can, when we can give them a helping hand to bring them out of the trouble they are in, church, you know, it's a wonderful thing that we are giving so that they can stand up on their own feet when they, are, they are, when they come out of the troubled church. We feed them with the word of God. We impart them with the spirit of God. Give them the strength, spiritual strength, church. That is what happened. Peter took the layman by the right hand, help him up. You know, many times, church, you and I would have gone through the same problem of what this this, this, this crippled man has gone through. We are crippled in our our faith. Many times if we come to church, we listen to the word of God. God raises up church from our Spirit man to be strong. That is why listening to the word of God and the word of God is going to raise you up whatever problem you go through church. Let me tell you this. God can raise you up. God can give you the strength to come out of it. The word of God is like a -A double-in-sword church. Devil can lie to you but God remains. His word remains. There are many needs helping our hands out there, church. In that unprecedented time church right now. I always pray, I always pray for people. You know, now we have established a prayer team. We meet every, every day at 10 o'clock, 10.30 to 10.45. You know, our prayer is to lift up the people who have lost their families, who have lost their loved ones out of this pandemic. And we pray for people who have lost their jobs, their resources, their income. And I ask God, God, stir the heart of people who have plenty. Stir the heart of the people who have plenty. Send them. You know, There are many need help church out there. Now, can you imagine why people jump from the building? Because they cannot meet their needs. The creditors are coming after them, the banks are coming after them. The family, because they don't have resources, their marriages is breakdown. They cannot feed the children. You know, they begin to worry, they begin to stress. They can't take the stress, Church. I still remember my brother-in-law, Augustine, who used to come here. You know, we went through ups and downs. Life is like that, like roller coaster. When you sit in the roller coaster, by the time you go up and come down, your heart from your this thing go up to your head. That's how it happened. You know, he owed some. He did owe some bankers some credit credit card. You know, this credit card company keep calling him every day. So much so, he goes so stressed out, hey, eh, get lost lah, don't call me anymore. You know, that's the stress they put in. Because, you see, the problem here is you are, you are very, you are, you are not a good steward of your financial. If you are bad steward of what God has given you, then don't blame God. You know. What God has given you You value what has God given you. So people out there, they are going through a lot of trouble, church. This is the prayer that we do. That I ask God, God stir the heart of many people who have plenty. Send them. Meet the needs of the others who are deprived, who are less fortunate. Give them so that they can stand on their own feet. These are the people that we need to pray for, church. We might not have many, but we can at least pray for them, Church. We can pray for them. Verse eight, it says here. Sorry, we are not able to give much, but I believe God blesses. But verse eight, it says, He jumped up and stood on his feet. You know, when when Peter, holy. Hold this man's hand, the crippled man, and raise him up. When his bones were strengthened, and you know normally your whole body will be deteriorated. Your legs, your hands got no strength. You know I've seen people who are crippled. You make them stand, and they just drop like though so They just drop down like that. But yeah, the Bible says. He jumped up, jumped up and stood on his feet. All his life, uh, this man uh, never once carried, uh, was carried around, you know. He says here, he jumped up and stood on his feet. Can you imagine? Uh, this man, all his life, he never stand. But now he can stand. You know how excited is he? I'm sure he's very excited. Very excited. The Bible says very excited. This is the first time in his life he would can walk on his two legs. I can imagine about my wife. When she got fractured. You know? I can imagine, church. I have experienced that once I was standing and doing some work in the church. Not uh, this happened many times, uh, and I tripped and fell and fractured my leg. I could not walk, it was very painful. Can you imagine when you are struggling for walking? And this man, he was he was crippled all his life, church. He never able to walk. And he can, if first time in his life, he can stand up, stand up, jump. He can up. oh, he's very excited. You know, all he did was he stand up, he was so excited. Now the Bible says he not only walked, he was leaping. That means he was jumping and walking, you know, jumping. Giving praise to God. First thing he did was, was praising God. That's the God I believe need. Suban goal, I have none. What I have, I give it to you. In the name of Jesus Christ, rise up. He went with Peter and John to the temple. He never ran away, no. The minute he he standing in his two feet, he limped, he was so excited. You know, both of them with Peter and John and the crippled man, they went to the temple. You know, this man had been sitting on the by the gate side, the beautiful gate. The gate is beautiful. You have not, I don't think he have even been into the temple. He'd never been into the temple, but he was be sitting on the by the by, the gate entrance, of the gate, and begging for money all his life. All his life. But, but the Bible didn't mention anything. But he was in the you know. But when the minute he stand up and limping, he went into the temple. First, I believe it could be the first time he must have gone to the temple. To give thanks and praise to the living God. Only living God can raise a dead man. Church. Let me tell you this. Son of the living God. That is our Lord Jesus Christ. All the people saw him walking and heard him praising God. This is a testimony church. When God give you a breakthrough, when God deliver you from the problem you are in, Are you here to testify that God is the one that delivered me? God is the one that gave me a breakthrough? Or are you keeping it in your pocket? You don't want to let anybody know. God wants you to glorify His name by telling it, this is my God, the God that I serve, He delivered me. If you are in trouble, you ask my God, God will deliver you also. Because that's the same very God that we serve. He's not dead, he's alive. He was risen from the grave, third day. He's around us. When they realized he was the lame beggar, they had seen so often at the beautiful gate. This is a testimony. You cannot run away with the truth there because these people saw this man sitting in the entrance of the gate. You cannot lie. Eh, Not this man. I think this is a different man. But the Bible says that this very man who had been sitting there? Now he can walk. Is it a miracle? Church? This is not f- one scripture. There's, there's one more in the in the in the New Testament. Peter, J- sorry, Jesus has healed a crippled woman. What Jesus did, Peter did, and John. When they realized he was. The lame men, begging, they had seen so often at the beautiful gate. They were absolutely astounded church. They all rushed out in amazement on the, uh, on the temple where, they <coughs> where the man was holding tightly Peter and John. You know, this man didn't want to let go Peter and John because these two men, it has to, be tribu- it has to give tribute to them. Because he is not a healer. Peter and John is not a healer. Peter and John was used by God to heal the layman. God has given the power and anointing for Peter and John to heal this man through the power of the Holy Spirit. This evening, church, we serve. God is able remember that God is able to do anything and above everything. exceedingly abundantly and beyond our poverty there's many people there are deprived from many things church but all they need to do believe in Lord our Lord Jesus because you see there are many out there they believe the God that doesn't doesn't work in them because they don't believe the true living God. If you read the Old Testament the Old Testament always says I am the Lord who resta- delivered you from the land of Egypt where you were 400 years slave. Our sickness our situation is nothing for God. or our condition, or our problem, or our lack, our circumstances, all this you put together, for God, for God, is nothing. God, for God, is nothing. Your problems are small to me, but when you put me small, your problems are very big. When you put me first, seek for the kingdom of God, and his righteousness, and these problems become very small. With this problem, God gives us the peace and joy in our heart. You know, the Bible says in Hebrews 14 6, uh, if I'm not mistaken, that come to the throne of grace, where we will find grace and mercy there. Above all that, we will find the peace and joy that God gives us, past all understanding church. We don't know what's what happening, but God gives us the peace. Before I end this service, I would like to pray for everyone, anyone who are not well in their body. Jesus heals any kind of sickness. Let me tell you this. There's no specific sickness. Oh, I'm having migraine. God will heal. Oh, God won't heal cancer. Jesus doesn't heal lame men. I just proved you that Jesus healed a lame man. The Bible says Sick Any kind of sickness that you have Jesus is able to touch you And bring healing upon your life church Because we serve a God 2000 years ago Jesus healed the lame Jesus healed the blind The blind could see one more Once again church The lame could walk The mute could speak The deaf could hear This is what we, this is Jesus able to do, church, because he is the God of the same yesterday. God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He is the God of the same today, yesterday, today, and for our church. Our generation to come will benefit the same if they believe in him. We serve a God, Jehovah Rapha, He, the Lord, that heals. We serve the God of Jehovah Shalom, the Lord of our peace. He's a Jehovah Jireh, the Lord Jehovah Jireh. is the Lord that provides our needs. You know, when, when God spoke to Abraham, take your only son, Isaac, go to the mountain and sacrifice. If you're raising his dagger, or knife, or whatever you call that, about to sacrifice the angel of the Lord came and stopped him because of your obedience Church because of your obedience and he named the place Jehovah Jireh God will provide We we serve a very powerful God Church let me tell this many incidents many times I've experienced that you know when I was standing outside and praying I was in tears now, I know what I go through. So painful. And I prayed, Lord, this is your house. House of worship. House of prayer. Don't let the enemy do what he likes. Now, God made himself real. He brought everything to pass. church. That's the very God that we serve church. You believe it or no? I believe that. This evening, I'm going to pray for the sick. If you have sickness in your body, church, this evening, I don't care what your problem is, but God is a healer. God heals all kind of sickness because He is the one that breathes your spirit into every body. We carry His spirit. It can be cancer, any type of cancer, church, immaterial. But God knows If you are going through skin disorder, God is able to heal you like the leper. A leper went to Jesus, if you are willing to heal me. And Jesus with compassionate heart, church, says, I am willing. We serve a very mighty, very big God, church. If If you are oppressed, you are depressed, God is able to deliver you, church. God is able to deliver you. If you are going through financial difficulty, I know many who are going through that right now, Church. The financial institutions are going after many people who are struggling, who cannot meet their needs, cannot pay their repayment. God is able to bring you out of it at His own appointed time. And many of us here, church, God is able to restore a broken hearted, restore a scar that you have caused by someone in you. God is able to heal that scar, church, the broken hearted. God is able to heal emotionally. If you are going through a spiritual, emotional church, God is able to bring you out of it. We serve a God who is able and above all of this church. I'm going to pray for you right now, church. If you are watching me online, if you are are sick in your body, if you are going through financial difficulty, church, if you are emotionally affected, someone has hurt you, your marriage in trouble, there are many other things, I can't remember everything, church. If you are having skin disorder, church, God is able to bring you out of it. Above all that, church, God sent His beloved son into this world, not to judge anyone but He came to give to salvation us from our sin. I'm going to give you an opportunity, church, this evening. If you're not safe, you're not born again. If you're watching me online, church, let me tell you this. God is able. God is speaking to you right now. God is able to forgive your sin, church. God is able to forgive you and salvage you from where you are. I want you to put your hands wherever is your, wherever is, wherever you are having problem, church. I want you to touch that area. It can be your, your head. You have a migraine in material. You are sick in your body. You having arthritis, you got diabetes, or you have other ill church. If you are emotionally, you are affected by some relationship that you have, you are counted. Let's believe God, and God, and able to touch us and deliver us right now. Heavenly Father, we come to you this evening. Lord, you are the God of the King. You are the King of the King and the Lord of Lord's Lord. God, you are the beginning and the end. You are the Alpha and Omega, Lord. You are the creator of the heaven and earth. Lord, I thank you for being our God and our Savior. Lord, 2,000 years ago when you sent your beloved Son into this world, lord when he was here everyone who came to seek him when they are not well lord lord everyone who came to seek him lord by faith and he touched them and caused them to be healed lord lord the blind could see once again lord you can do the same today lord there are people there they are blind in their sin lord touch them and remove the scale of their eyes and let them know who you are god that you show yourself real to them God this morning, this evening God I thank you Lord for speaking to them Lord open their heart Lord this morning Lord don't let the enemy Lord deprive them to know you Lord God there are many out there Lord who are infected with diabetes Lord God that you touch them and bring healing upon their body Lord touch their pancreas and revive their pancreas that you breathe New spirit in their pancreas, Lord. Remove the dead cells out of their pancreas, Lord. Lord, there are many, they're there, they are out there, they are infected with this cancer, Lord. I rebuke and bind every cancer cell in their body. I c- take them and dump them into the lake of fire, Lord. Spirit of cancer, Lord, that you breathe your fresh new spirit in their body, Lord. Eliminate every cancer cell, Lord. Change these cancer cells or the dead cells into a living cells Lord. That you can do Lord. When you breathe your spirit in is everything is possible, Lord. That you build your faith in you, Father. Lord, there are many out there emotionally are affected, Lord. Right now, God. God, during this time of pandemic, Lord, there are many out there, they're struggling, Lord. They don't have resources, Lord. They don't have food. Yeah, Lord. Their families are broken because of this pandemic, Lord. Lord, you bring this family back together, Lord, once again. Need them together, Lord. Seal them, Lord, and power them, Father, to be together, Lord. Father God, that you tie the life of, you tie the, the heart of the generous people, Lord, who are. We have much they can share Lord to the people who have none Lord send them Lord so that open the floodgates of heaven and bless the givers Lord so that they can be a blessing to others as well Lord but only you can do them Lord because Lord you are the God that provides food Lord when you can cause food from heaven Lord Lord you're able to multiply the two fish and five over bread and feed the five thousand Lord You can do the same today, Lord. Your word says you are the God of the same yesterday, today, and forever, Lord. Lord, I speak healing upon this nation. I speak healing upon this nation, Lord, that you will tie the life of the people who are struggling or suffering who are not well in. I commit them into your hands, Father. Speak to them, give them strength, let them become overcome a Lord. That they will overcome every situation they face. I thank you, Lord. I commit all this in your hands. Because you are great and mighty God that I serve. Because you have proved yourself real to everyone, not everyone, including me, Lord. We are so grateful to you, Lord. The body that You given us, the soul that You given us, Lord, it belongs to You, Father. Let us be grateful to You, Lord. I thank You for all of this. In the most wonderful name of our Lord, the Son of the Living God, Jesus Christ. I thank You. Can everyone say Amen? Church, let me tell you this. Whether you believe it or not, God is going to bring us all out of this soon. Because every time I pray, that something is happening, church. Something's happening. Something's happening. We serve a mighty God. Remember that. Our God is not dead. God is a living God. Thank you once again this evening for listening to me. I'll be back next week. Same time. I'll be preaching healing again. You know, God says, knock and knock. Knock the door will be open. Ask and you will receive. Seek and you will find. How many times? We got to keep on asking. We got to keep on seeking and we keep on knocking. One day our Lord will open the doors. He is not a God that is, in, is not is not a God that incompassionate. He is a God of compassionate church. He will he definitely will listen to us. He will listen to us. All you need to do is cry out to him. Cry how much you need to cry? I don't know. Keep crying. Keep crying. You know. You know, when my grandchildren, when they come and ask me something, because I love them so much, when they ask me something, I cannot say no. I know it might, that might not be good for them. Every time I go out there somewhere, I want I think about them, I want to buy back something for them. That's the father that be served in heaven. I I'm, his, I'm their, their grandpa, but I can give them one more our father in heaven. It's a wonderful Father that we have. Alright? That's all I have this evening. Thank you for listening. We'll be back and say, let's pray this evening. Let's close.